You are now tuned in to Heat Check with Ty Snyder and Antonio Turner right here on GTA Sports Network. Follow GTA Heat Check on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, GTA Sports Network. And check out GTASportsNet.com for all things basketball. Hello, everyone. This is Ty Slatter. Antonio Turner. And welcome to another edition of GTA Heat Check brought to you by GTA Sports Network. If you haven't already, make sure you follow GTA Sports Network, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, GTA Heat Check. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, GTA Sports, which we are officially back on again. And make sure you check out GTASportsNet.com for all things in the world of sports. Tom, how we doing, man? Oh, I'm good, man. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. It's it's Tuesday. The weather, we're supposed to be in the 50s all week. I washed my car yesterday, vacuumed it out. Cool. I need to do mine. I ain't going to lie. Because hey, it look bad. Oh, God. All no, the salt. Mine is that bad. I, did my, I did mine about a week ago. So. You know, all the salt and rocks from the snow. And, yeah, yeah I, need, I need to clean mine out, though. Really underneath the car, the, the seats underneath the car seats. You know, I got the leather and the cloth, so I got the combo right. So I, oh yeah, yeah, I need to clean, my in there. I clean that out in a minute. Cracks and crevices, but I was like, I'm driving a nice car. I need it needs to look like it should. This yeah, is right. terrible. terrible. Hmm. So speaking of terrible, <laughs> let's go ahead and kick it off like that. Right, Lloyd Pierce, former head coach of the Atlanta Hawks, who started off with ten and nine this season. But then followed it up with the 11 of 15. You lost 11 of the last 15. Got fired from the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, it's believed that Nate McMillan will be the next head coach to finish out this season and possibly continue forward with Nate McMillan based on his performance. I think it's performance-based. Um, of course, there was some conversations regarding Nate, you know, hesitant to take the job due to his loyalty to Lloyd Pierce, uh, according to the article on ESPN.com. Um, yeah. Tom, your thoughts, man. Uh, I mean, I love the name of Millen. It's going to be the interim coach. I do too. Look Hawks, here. If the Hawks, I'm going to say it like this. Because what I know from Nate McMillan, his whole career, he's never been a loser. And that's the thing. Nate McMillan's never been a loser, but he's never won the big one either. Yeah, I mean, he's he's above 500 coaching wins. True. He's a defensive-minded coach. There's yeah, that too. I mean, it might take a minute because the Hawks are young. And they got zero defense. <laughs> they got a couple of good defenders. But overall team Johnny defense Collins is horrendous. Capella is their best defenders. But the rest of them are just young gunners. You, uh, Trey, Cam, all them are young gunners. Oh. The guy now he got bad knees. He can't be running like that. Back down, but ain't no defender. No. No. Best name in a few of them. If I'm Nate McMillan. Kevin Hunter first... probably ain't that good of a defender either. Hooter or whatever his name is. Yeah. If I'm Nate McMillan, my first team meeting is, look, new sheriff in town. Um, even though you guys know me, you know me as an assistant. As a head coach, all my teams are defensive-minded first, offense second. Trey Young, I know you love shooting them logo threes. Damn that. I yeah, need defense. That I need defense. Hat. I need defense. Most of our sets – are going to be defense first, offense mm-hmm. second. I need y'all to get on the blocks and protect the rim. Fellas, protect the rim at all costs like your life depends upon it. Look, I'm not for <laughs> black head coaches getting fired, Lori Pierce. But in this case, uh, can you break down the record for him again? It, what I saw said 63 and 120 since he's been there. That's what I saw. Now, y'all, look, I know Black History Month just ended a couple days ago. Okay, I know it hurts that our month was so short. 20? Let me tell you something. Trey Young? 
Trey Young been there two years, and in those, those two years, you could you you couldn't win five hundred of those games. You couldn't win half those games. Luca was by himself too, and Luca ain't you recall that got that type of record. <laughs> Luca went to the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. And the Mal- the Dallas Mavericks weren't that good. Let's be honest, they weren't that good. I said they only got Luca Porzingis be in and out the lineup. That's what I'm saying. They're going with Luca. So if we go back to the initial draft night where the Atlanta Hawks had Luca and Dallas had Trey and they make the trade at draft night, one could argue that Atlanta would be farther or should be farther than where they were if they got Luca. That's basically what you're saying. That's what it looked like. That Dallas won that trade at draft night. So I mean, hey, we pick. Hey. Trey's more flashy. Well, yeah, but I mean, but we knew, but but for the record, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's let's bring it back. Let's not let's not put Trey in that position because we all know Luca played pro overseas. Well, yeah, Trey. Like I'm saying no, Luca. No, Trey works in Atlanta because you say flashy. Atlanta is nothing but flash. So yeah, we know. Remember the Super Bowl against Brady. Let's not forget. Nothing but oh. Let's not forget the Matt Ryan. Oh, we went in at halftime, and then Brady comes out at halftime and smoked them. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So we know Atlanta's all about flash. They're not necessarily about winning because they had Michael Vick back in the day. Right. So, you know, like Atlanta's known for flashiness. But I need, I need to see. Winning. Uh, yeah. Winning. We know this. Name of Miller winning. Coach. At this point, at this he, point. As an assistant, Name of Miller was the better I don't even. I don't even think Atlanta was under any pressure to win. No, but until hold on, until this season, because of all the trades they did in the offseason going into this season. Yeah, you got Gallinari, you got Bagdavovich, you got Rondo. You got Rondo. Cam Reddish is elevating. And Rondo and is fresh off a championship run in the bubble with LeBron. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Trey Young was a starter in the in the all-star game last year. Yeah, definitely. You can't be doing the all-star. You can't be a starter in the all-star game with 11 and 25. No. No, that's unacceptable. I'm sorry. I I, I can't accept that. Uh, I think Nate McMillan knows what needs to be done here. And um, best of luck to Nate McMillan because I believe the Pacers did him wrong. I don't think he should have got fired. Yeah, I don't think he, he deserves to be a head coach. He, he deserves to be a head coach. And we said that We said that when he got fired. We said that. We was like, Nate McMillan's a head coach. Don't, don't question it. He had a winning record in Portland with LaMarcus Aldridge. Before oh, he, he went to San Antonio. Yeah. Before them, he had a win record in Seattle, the end of Seattle before he went to OKC. His former team. That's what he used to play for. Yeah. He played with uh, Sean Kemp and Peyton. Yeah, KD. Yeah, KD. You're right. Yeah, KD for that one. Was it one, two years, whatever? One year. It was one. Yeah, before they demolished him. I think they, because I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, when they drafted Russ, they moved that same, like, like a day, a couple of days later. Oh, okay. That season, the season they got Russell's when they moved. Yeah, yeah. So Russell never Seattle got to play. Place, yeah, right? Russell Russell never got to play in Seattle. I don't think. I think he got yeah, drafted he by Seattle. But he, they moved that same season. Yeah, I seen the yeah the uh, draft that he had the Seattle jersey. But they moved that same like within like a either a couple of days, a couple of weeks after the draft. They oh, moved. Okay. Yeah, that's the only. Yeah, so KD, so, so KD Seattle, played for Portland, a year, Texas, and then right? they moved, huh? That's the three teams: Seattle, Portland, and the Pacers, right? Uh mm-hmm. huh. In the Hawks, now. and in the Hawks, so four, yeah, yep. Uh, I wish uh, Nate McMillan the best. Um, oh, yeah, you won't ever hear no. Overall, no. he has a winning coaching record, and and we know what he can do with when he has the talent. 
Lloyd Pierce. Um, I wish Lloyd Pierce the best too. I don't know if no, NBA I wish him the best, but I don't know if NBA head coach. He might need to be, go back to like assistant coach for a couple years and and, and and you know work on that reputation. Yeah, but it's gonna be hard for him to be a head coach with a sixty-three and one twenty record. That's yeah, terrible. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Um, let's talk about speaking of, of records that went from being at the bottom of the barrel to winning while, while we're in the East. Uh, the New York Knicks are over a game over 500 as of yesterday, according to Max Kellerman. Um, mm. they're a game over 500. Uh, and the reason why I brought Max Kellerman into this is because he brought up a very interesting uh situation that the Knicks are in right now. You know, anybody knows the history of Max Kellerman on uh, First Take ESPN? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Max Kellerman is a lifelong Knicks fan who recently jumped off the bandwagon due to all the turmoil uh, uh, regarding James Dolan and, and, and everything else that was going on the yeah, last few years. He jumped off about five years ago. Huh? He jumped off about four or five years ago. Yeah, when the Warriors was pretty much killing everybody. You know, before he came back to New York. When he yeah. was in LA, I'm a Laker fan. I don't know what I'm yeah, yeah, no, he, right, 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 right. So he recently, because the Knicks have been on a winning streak uh, due to the resurgence of Julius Randle, former Laker, um, the return of D. Rose, uh, Emmanuel Quickly, um, you got Obi Toppin doing his thing. He's getting healthy. He's continuing to develop his game. RJ RJ's second. RJ's doing better. Uh, doing a lot better his second year than he did his first year. Working on his jump shot, still kind of broke, but he's working on it. Oh yeah. Um, and the other supporting cast members, uh, you know, uh, speedy recovery to uh, Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. Um, Frank Ntilikina yeah. doing his thing. Uh, you, you know, Kevin Knox. You know, I like calling him Mike Knox, like the rapper, but you know, I throw it out there. Um, overall, the Knicks. I mean, but I, I seen this coming. Not, not, not winning this good this fast. I didn't see that. But Nobody I did predict. But I did predict when Thibodeau was announced as the head coach. I predicted. I said Thibodeau is going to get them to the playoffs. Yeah, well, because you predicted that Thibodeau and Nate McMillan are basically the same person to me. Yeah. When it comes they, to coaching, they coach hard. They coach hard. Younger talent too. They coach you. They like developing you younger talent. Players players don't like them. You're right. A lot but of young players. Don't. Right, right. So here's here's the thing. Here's the thing with that. Meg McMillan and, and Thibodeau, where they are similar, <clears throat> they could take a team that you don't expect to win anything and, and pretty much turn them around and make them look like a dark horse contender. Nate McMillan made the Pacers contenders. Dark horse, dark horse. Dark horse. Contenders. Before Sabonis. Before they got Sabonis and Oladipo. Mm-hmm. When they got Sabonis and Oladipo, they were expected to do more. But injuries kind of hampered that a little bit. And that's not Nate's fault. That's just something you no, just that's not gotta, his fault. I mean, he made Paul George. He, uh, Paul George became Paul George. Basically under Nate McMillan. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. And you can't predict injury. That That's something that you can't predict. You can't really do anything about. It's the inevitable. It's, it's one of those things where um, – you just can't you can't plan ahead for that unless you just have a, a bench full of talent that you haven't tapped into yet. Yeah, see, my with the Knicks, I had them. I am in the play. I had them. I said they five hundred. That's a winning season for the Knicks. I don't know if that was playoffs or not. But, but in the they, East, it is. In the East, yeah, it is. 
Well, I had I said they would be like maybe eight, nine, ten somewhere. Right, which which would still be playing based on the playing tournament. Yeah, but I didn't realize that some of the teams in the playoffs would not be in the playoffs. The Heat and Raptors be that bottom of the bottom right now. And those are teams that we we know um, are about to make some player movements because I'm glad you brought up the Heat. I'm going to get to them. I'm going to try not to remember this because this is a sidebar that I didn't put on the list, but I'm going to try to get back to it. Yeah. Um, I predicted the Knicks making the playoffs just like you did. But I also predicted the Charlotte Hornets were making the playoffs too, which right now they are. So, so far I'm looking good right now. Um, mm-hmm. Do the Knicks need Bradley Bill? And I'm asking before you answer it, I asked that question off there, but I asked you on there because Max Kellerman said, well, when you have a team developing this fast, this good, unexpectedly, do you stay put and keep developing them? And just wait it out to the offseason because you because there are some players that are on player options this offseason that might be disgruntled. They may want to make a move and they see the Knicks are on the come up yeah. and they say, Hey, they're one superstar away from making a splash in the postseason. Or do you just do you do you do you pull the trigger now? It's like now yeah, before first the playoffs. You the huh? You pick the phone up because you need to know what you can. What you gotta give up for? So, so basically, you basically you're you're basically saying you might get told no, but go ahead and try anyway. I absolutely will for Bradley Beal, absolutely. But what are you giving up to get Bradley Beal? For the record, I may have asked you Bradley Beal, but he's not the only person the Knicks are looking at. I got another name for you. I got I got another name for you, and you're his name. It's a name that we that me and you talk about quite frequently. Oladipo. Uh, now, before you answer, I know I see a look on your face. Think about this. You brought up this is what the Miami I mean, Heat point. This is the, so, hold on. This is the Miami Heat point that I that I was that I was getting at. Yeah. Miami is also looking at Oladipo. Well, yeah, we knew that. Well. It kind of died down, and now it's kind of picking up again. Because they could trade away. Because both of them ain't showing up. Hero and Duncan ain't showing up. So there you go. Now, now so we got to get rid of one of them. Right, right. So. I mean, Odipo's not bad for the Knicks, but it don't really change what – it don't change that much, though. So you're telling me Bradley Bill's a better a better impact than, than Odipo right now? Absolutely. I expected you to say that. Absolutely. I expected. <laughs> I mean, Old Depot still has to. First of all, he's not even healthy right now. He's not. He's not playing right now. I thought they were doing it because of the trade deadline. Oh, maybe that too. They said he, they they put an injury on there. I can't remember what it was. That's just so he don't get fined for not playing. Oh, uh, so it's just one of those. So sometimes, yeah, Brian and AD do it all the time. That like they'll put <laughs> they'll say injury like groin or something just so they don't get fined for not playing a, a televised game. Right. He's not I mean, hurt. Odebo, I don't. He will fit, like I said. Odebo will fit, but he's not the number one option. Bradley Bill be the number one option. Is Julius Randle be the number one option? Odebo? No, no. I'm, I'm asking you. Yeah, yeah. If Bradley Bill would be at least a one-two, a one, a one-one-a combo. Okay. You know what so I'm saying? You, so you're not gonna they disrespect Julius Randle and say. It, so you made sure not to disrespect Julius Randle and say, "Oh, if Bradley Bill comes to your team." 
you're automatically a number two option now. No, because he already balling out. You ain't going to come in and just take the ball. And Julius, two different positions. With Oladipo, in my opinion, I think it might be a a coin toss between who might be the second option, him or RJ. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? I mean, RJ averaging 18 a game. But, but Thibodeau being a defensive-minded coach, wouldn't that help Oladipo? Because he's a defensive-minded guard. I mean, yeah, I didn't say he wouldn't help. I just don't know how much better he makes the Knicks. Mm. He's not I as think much he's of a remove. He's not as much of an impact player. So not okay, more. take that same conversation and go to South Beach. Does Old Depot help them get farther or no? Um potentially in the playoffs. Because of Spolcher and Jimmy Butler got that, you know, they got some dogs. They got them dogs. They different type of animals down there. They're not they're young, but they got them hungry. They always hungry. Bam no too. What. Bam too. Yeah, they always hungry down there in Miami. The Knicks are on the rise. So there's zero pressure on them. It's always pressure on a finals team, technically. Okay. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. You know they, gotta, they gotta get back to the finals. Yeah, Jimmy always gonna be ready to go in a cage for Alliance. <laughs> I feel that. But man, it's that. Monday. <laughs> Right. Hmm. And Spolster is a different Spolster, Pat Riley, all them. Yeah, they, they built but for the that. Knicks are going to get somebody because they have World Wide West, as we all know, who knows everybody in the industry. True. Entertainment, basketball, what you want? Movies, what you want? To, what you want to do? I know a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what you want? I got to sell pizza outside. I know all them. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hear you loud and clear. Um, so if it ain't enduring the trade deadline, it's going to be in Austin for sure. Oh, as far as Miami getting Old Depot? No, I mean, I'm saying it's the Knicks. It's the, if it don't happen in a, in a trade this year, mm-hmm. oh, definitely in Austin. What, Bradley Bill? Yeah, I don't know about Bradley Bill, but they're going to get somebody that nobody expected if it ain't Bradley Bill. Definitely. It's going to be a connection nobody thought of either. What I what I think is gonna happen is you know I think what? Jamal Murray could work. Oh, that's just throwing a name out there. I had to take somebody to play with you. To to your point, and I'm gonna add to that. To your point, I think like KD mentioned a couple years ago when everybody was mad at him for not going to the Knicks and they went to the Nets. I think if the Knicks win and they finish with a winning record and they make the postseason, that's gonna open up the floodgates for free agents. That's going to do it because they have the money. Yeah. yeah. They got the market. Absolutely. The, the crowd market. is coming back. The, the crowd's back now as of last week. So mm-hmm. now your fans are coming back in. The revenue is back in. I honestly think even if they get knocked out in the first round, I don't even think it matters. It don't matter. I don't, yeah, it don't think it matters. It that's doesn't. a winning season for them. Yeah. And I think that's going to be the turnkey to open up the and door and say, oh, yeah, the free agents want to come to the play for the Knicks the now. the Knicks? The Brooklyn Knicks. in round one. Brooklyn against the Knicks in round one? It could happen. That's what it would be right now. It could happen. But right by it, they – It could happen. Yeah. It could, it, or it's going to be Philly in the Knicks in round one. That's just as good. That's just as good. As far as box office with the, with the crowd back – that's just as good. If I got healthy, Robinson's even better. 
Oh man, what? Oh, oh! If Robinson can make it back in the postseason and play against Philly, that's a matchup. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure Philly will win it, but it'll be it'll be a fight though. It ain't gonna be easy. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Nah, Thibodeau's gonna have because you got two defensive minded coaches going at it. You got Doc and Thibodeau. That and that's just like it takes me back to Boston and Chicago. They've matched up before. Yeah. So they know each other quite well in the East. Doc's been over out West for a while, but now he's back in the East now. So, yeah, it, that, it'll be just like the old days of Boston going up against Chicago when D. Rose was healthy. That's what it's going to look like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Right before Paul Pearson then went to Brooklyn. Like that yeah. last year, I think, it was, I think it was Rose's MVP season. They went at, they went at it. It'll be, it'll be good. It'd be good because the only thing that stopped D Rose really can get to a championship before he got hurt, not outside of his ACL, was uh LeBron. The Cav- the Cavaliers was the only thing standing in his way. Yeah, Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, that's the only thing that got in his way was the Cavs. The Cavs and the Celtics was his biggest competition. Yeah. Yeah. They just had that, they just had them dogs over there. Um any new trade deadline scenarios for them this week? Because I mean, we're getting closer and closer to the trade deadline. When is the trade deadline? In a couple huh? weeks. When is the trade deadline? A week or two? Hold on. I, I, I used to know. Now I got because everything changed since the new season. Oh, okay. Trade deadline. NBA. Uh, March twenty fifth. Okay, so a yeah. couple weeks away. A couple weeks away. Um, I haven't heard anything recently. Have you? No, not not too much outside of um trying to think and make sure I don't miss any major ones. I know I know Boston's gonna try to get themselves a center. Um I don't know if the Pacers are willing to uh move on from Miles Turner just yet. He's still injured with a with a hand soreness. Um oh, from when he broke it. Yeah. Um but yeah, I um I haven't seen I haven't Speaking seen of, they need to make a move too, the way they play. Who's that? The Pacers need to move. I don't know what they could do, but they need to do something. Well, well I'm a, part of what happened, in my opinion, uh Jeremy Lamb came back. He had to re-ingratiate himself in the lineup. Malcolm Brogdon is still trying to figure out his identity on the Pacers and he clearly mm-hmm. hasn't figured it out yet. He needs to figure that out because he got eighty million dollars worth to figure that out. You got all the money and now you're not you're not playing for what we paid you for. Uh, the Houston Rockets obviously are waiting on Christian Wood to come back. That's why they're losing. They need Christian Wood bad. Oh man, they need him bad. Getting rid of Demarcus Cousins, I understand you had to make room and all that. You didn't want to like really pay him, pay him. So I right. get why you let him go. But at the same time, I don't know if I would have pulled that trigger just yet. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're they losing. Know, games. They, know, they don't know what they're doing with him yet. With who? Well, Depot. He on the yeah. block, kind of not on the block. I also heard. I don't know if you. I don't know if you told me this, but I heard that Karis LeVert might be back before playoffs. Oh yeah, I was listening to uh, the jump when the Pacers played on ESPN. He said there's a possibility that you could see Karis LeVert, like because they said he's fully healthy now. He just got. He just trying to get in shape. Yeah, so I think um, trying to get in shape. You got to get they practice or whatever. They said by the end of March. Could possibly March, April. Yeah, I, think April. I think it's just a matter of um, 
we can't even tell the Pacers to figure out your identity until you get all your players fully healthy. And then Warren, who knows, with that foot. He had the Sabonis foot. Yeah. And he uh, should be on his way back to in a couple weeks, but, I think. Yeah, who knows about that? Because it took Sabonis four months. I mean, he took four months after that. <clears throat> four months? I mean, remember it happened in the bubble. So they ended up losing, and they played four months later when he came back. But So are we um... – Break your foot. And we come back too soon. Yeah, I also heard that um, CJ McCollum is about four mm-hmm. to six weeks out from re- reevaluation. Uh, he did mm-hmm. an interview recently. Uh, they updated with uh, all the smoke. He was on all the smoke, I think. With uh, Dang. four to six more weeks, I thought he was already supposed to be out that long. <clears throat> no, no, reevaluation. Oh, he's doing full court like practice and stuff now, and like he's basically back in practice and everything now. It's just because he's had like that's like his third injury on the same foot. Like he had um, it happen like three different three different type of fractures. Uh, uh, so on the same to make sure. Yeah, because it's a career injury he's had since like high school. He, he said it happened in high school. It happened in college, and then it happened in uh, at the pro level. And he said um, when they first did the MRI, they didn't see any fractures. But then when they then I guess the doctors did like some deeper looks, and they had him come back in and do another. Scan oh, an MRI, and it was a rare fracture that that they they didn't see the first time, because he thought because he, he initially said he thought he was gonna be out for two weeks, yeah, and um, but they ended up having to re redo it, and then it was like, oh yeah, you you got this fracture here in the middle of your foot, and it could take four to it could take four to six, eight weeks, no, no. yeah, they like a few months, like Hopefully they didn't know they didn't have the, the timetable was so big. <laughs> So he just want to be very careful with it because again, it's the same foot every yeah. time. Hopefully, Nurkic is back soon because they both got the same. At the time, they have the same deadline. Yeah, so he should be on his way. So <clears throat> CJ and Nurkic should be back hopefully within the next, probably within the next month or right after All Star break. Nurkic should be back right after All Star break, dude. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, right after All Star break, you might see those guys return. Um, I haven't heard anything new about AD situation other than the fact that. It's essentially the same thing they was worried about with Kevin Durant. They they just don't want to make the same mistake. Yeah, I mean, so if it would start, it would be the end of March. Would be he get reevaluated after All Star break. Yeah, after All Star break. So hopefully early April. Yeah, definitely. Or at least right before playoffs. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, because what's gonna happen in my opinion? You need uh, at least like five, ten games. Teams like the Lakers, Clippers, um, just to give you a quick list of teams that are going to make some moves, probably at the trade deadline, or at least attempt some, to make some offers to take a few phone calls. Yeah, well, the Lakers ain't going to make trade nobody. They're going to just sign a I free trade Kuzma and Wesley Matthews. What, and who wants Wesley Matthews? You can go at Dallas, Milwaukee. Just throw him in the trade. Throw him in there as, 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 as Probably a they can't trade Kuzma because they ain't going to have no, no other offense. And I, and I think it all depends on because a person a person that I hear now here's where the Lakers could get smart. Yeah, there was a report, and I remember talking to you about this on the episode that we started to do that we end up not doing. Yeah, the Lakers could jump the gun, get ahead of the bull, and go get George Hill out of OKC. 
I'm only saying that because I know George Hill and LeBron played together back in Cleveland. Back, right. Back. I'm not trading Kyle Kuzma for George Hill. I'm not. No, no, no. Oh, no. I'm not saying that. Oh, you got other pieces you can move for him, like Marcus Mar- Mar- Matthews, Morris, Marquise Morris, or, or Caruso, or something. But, but that, Caruso and George Hill is a better trade if you want to do that, right? <laughs> but, but get what understand what you're getting in return, because look at what happened about two, three games back when Caruso had that game winning shot or game time potential shot and he missed. George mm. Hill could have hit that. Oh, absolutely. Because George Hill is still the top three, if I'm not mistaken, top three in three-point shooting this season. They're not going to trade Caruso because LeBron loves Caruso. You know that. We all know that. <laughs> we got other names we can move around. I don't know. I'm just, I know he's not trading Caruso. He's, that's not that. <laughs> All I'm saying is you when you're in those type of positions, you need oh, to have yeah. a person that's confident enough to make that shot and that you're confident enough in to make those kind of shots. That's why I said it might. LeBron should took the shot over two players. I don't care. <laughs> I don't think he would have made it, but I get I know, point. bro. Instead of Caruso missing a wide open three. Oh, yeah. It would have looked way better if LeBron took the shot and missed it. But I mean, uh, he probably just didn't want that that embarrassment. But anyway, because yeah. he has an ego. <laughs> the reports were coming out that George Hill was on the Clippers radar. And so like, on the yeah. Lakers, I would go snatch him just so the Clippers don't get better for the postseason. Because I think George is going to get bought out, and then somebody's going to pick him up. Oh, what? That, of course. It can happen. Well, he's going to ask for it because he's not going to want to be on OKC rebuilding. No, 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 no. The Boston Celtics, now that Al Horford got paid, should go back and go get him out of OKC. I know Danny Ainge won't do it. Well, I'd rather have Horford over Tristan Thompson because Horford fits your system better than Tristan Thompson. Trying to find that place that defines your look? Check out Jay's Classic Cuts. Need a taper fade, more drip for your waves, or maybe a crispy lineup for your dreads and braids? One cut from John the Barber, how you feeling like the Godfather? Book your look with Jay today on the Cut app. Jay's Classic Cuts. Located 1387, Shaylin Avenue, Suite E. It's Ty Slide with GTA Sports. Hello, everyone. It's Ty Slide with GTA Sports. It's 2021. It's a new year. Time for some new gear. Usher in a new age your way. The new age elements. Giving you a reason to stop every season. New age element sportswear. Wear your story with pride. The vintage and modern vibes with the creatives in mind. Special collection coming soon, so stay tuned. NAElements.net. Invest in your best. You are now tuned in to Heat Check with Ty Slider and Antonio Turner. Right here on GTA Sports Network. Follow GTA Heat Check on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, GTA Sports Network. And check out GTASportsNet.com for all things basketball. Maybe I don't know about now, he should have never left. He should have never left. They should have never got rid of him. Now with Al Horford, that's the problem. But they didn't want, to, huh? I don't know how I feel about Al Horford nowadays. So. I mean, he's doing good in OKC, but he's in OKC. He's I mean, I'm, I'm talking about in the last three years, Al Horford, the went from All Star esque to like slow. And he, he got better. I will tell you why. He just had a kid. 
He got better after he had his kid. Oh, okay. Uh, say so because what he was doing in Philly, I don't know what that was. That was a, that was Brett Brown telling the world, "I I I don't deserve to be the head coach of this franchise." Oh uh, yeah, because that was wasn't that Horford's. For the record, that wasn't that Horford's fault. They wasn't using him right. True, but now he's out. Yeah, I realize that Horford started at four, started at five years old. That was, a, that was a wasted season in his it career. That year in Philly was wasted. Yeah. Joel Embiid and Al Horford's game don't fit at all. Not even at all. So, I think right now he's putting up 20 – 2017 and three. Two. Three blocks. Two. Yeah, his numbers are crazy right now. Well, when you pin from behind, yeah. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm more or less saying it like this like, Boston needs a center. Tristan Thompson is not a center to me. What about him? I said that's how because you feel about Tristan Thompson. Or if I'm I am Danny Ainge, I'm on the phone with Cleveland saying, Look, what do you want for Andre Drummond? I got guards up like crazy. What do you want for Andre Drummond? What they do don't you need want? No guards. <laughs> Boston got too many guards too. Cleveland don't need no more. <laughs> Who am I giving up if I'm Boston to get Andre Drummond? I need Andre Drummond. What do well, you what do you want from Tristan. Boston? We don't want Tristan back. Huh? We don't want Tristan back. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I figured that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck get, with him to the offseason. Tice, T. You said Jeff T. Jeff T. Romeo. Oh, you can take them, but those are guards, though. I mean, Romeo, big guard. Though. I mean, he, he can stretch out to a three. Oh, okay. We, we could use Jeff T. as a mentor to the young guys. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> We don't want bad knee Kimba either. <laughs> we ain't trying to no twenty five million on bad knees. I don't like how Kimba's career is. And he wouldn't start anyway in Cleveland. Not over, not over Sexton and Garland. No, what? absolutely not. <laughs> My future. I don't like how Kimba's career is ending. I feel like he stayed in Charlotte too long. And I feel like. If they don't, they're going to trade. I feel like they're going to get rid of him in the offseason. They're going to have to. Because if the big man don't cost him, it's going to be Kimba that cost him the title. I agree with that. Because it's actually, what's no- name is actually a decent backup. Robert Williams is actually a decent backup center. I'll tell you who Boston could go get. You might not agree with this because it's too controversial. Boston could use Wesley Matthews. They could have him. They can use them. They, they can have them. They can definitely use them. Uh, as far as back to our under drumming conversation or them needing a big, I, if I can't get drumming, give me JaVale McGee. Uh, so you might get better chance of JaVale than you could. Give me JaVale. Because Boston don't got the weapons to get under. I get JaVale, though. How much How much you want What you want for JaVale? Man, just give me a tights, man. We just make that even sure. I'm giving you – Tice for center. I mean, it's kind of messed up, but but it's actually a pretty good deal. I ain't going to hold you up. It's actually pretty, I mean, I mean JaVale ain't a spring chicken, and then, I mean, Tice is a young guy. He's young. You got you a young, 
a young backup, potential starter sometime. We JaVale is what they need, a, sh- a big that can shoot. Because JaVale, on a good day, can, he's, a, he's a point center. He can run the ball at the court and everything. Oh, yeah. On a good day. They do get Marcus Smart is coming back, though, I heard. Maybe not right after All Star when All Star team. He'll be back before. He'll be back before postseason for sure. Oh, you know, I heard right after All Star break. Yeah, he should be back and ready. And that should put them back in place. That's gonna uh, help JB, JB and Tatum will have some help. Uh, defensively, they'll be better. That they won't be giving up too many points in the perimeter. Their best defender. Their best defender. Yeah. So I mean, I I mean, Marcus Smart is definitely essential to to them winning. Um, if I were to move Kimba. I would make a deal with the I'm, – I'm, hear me out. I would make a deal with the – they probably won't even take them. But I'd make a deal. <laughs> as far as disclaimer, the team probably wouldn't even make this deal. But There's not a lot of teams that would take Kimball. The Clippers should go ahead and take him. For because even though he's got – oh, I'm going to tell you why. Even though he's got bad knees, he can score better than Patrick Beverly with bad knees. True. So the only team that looks and makes sense – for his level of talent combined with his barrage of knee injuries that can use him limited on minute restrictions to keep him fresh for the postseason. You get Kimba to L.A., Clippers, of course, respectfully. You use him on minute restrictions. You don't start him. Bench him. Make him come off the bench. Make him the leader of the second unit when Kawhi and Paul George are on the bench. Have him come out on the second unit. Start Reggie Jackson. Start Reggie Jackson. You send Lou Will to Boston and get another mm-hmm. team involved and send Patrick Beverly somewhere else. Because Boston, Boston don't really need Beverly. You can use them, but you don't need don't need, them type of dogs. don't need that many dogs like that. Huh? I don't see Marcus Smart and Patrick Beverly getting along. Nah, nah. Uh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. You already have a Patrick Beverly and Marcus Smart. You don't need another Patrick Beverly. No. They might be Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is what Patrick Beverly would be if Patrick Beverly had a jump shot. And like three more inches. And a few more inches. Yes. Yeah. So I would get a third team involved, like Cleveland. Like when you here's what I would do. If you if you can structure a deal, Danny Ainge, hear me out. You can structure this deal where you get Cleveland involved. Let Cleveland know before they hang up the phone. Look. I'm not giving you back. You know I'm not giving you back, Trisha. So don't don't hang up the phone. Don't I hang hate up. Lamarcus Aldridge to work in Boston. Oh, of course. LaMarcus if you can't Arden. get Javale, yeah, call up, call up. Uh, yeah, call up Pop. Hey, Pop. Look, LaMarcus I know he don't want to be there. You don't want him there. You're trying to go young. Um, what you want for Lamarcus? And I hate to admit that, but he could work in Boston. He would work great in Boston. He could work in oh, Boston. Oh man, he would work great in Boston. He actually could get a, try to get a title in Boston if they, if, he, if he's healthy. Uh, he won't be able to stop Joel or what's the name, but but he Joel, can, he I, can score he can score with the best of them though. No, no, he just won't be able to stop him on defense. No, 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 no. He's past that part. Everybody else though, he could put up a decent fight. Yeah, yeah. He can we can whoop on Brooklyn all day long. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I want to say I may have heard a report about that. Lamarcus could go to Brooklyn. I can see that too. I think I seen a report on that. I, they, they, that too. They I don't know who you're gonna give me, but they looking around. They they looking around. They looking at Drummond. They're looking at I think Lamarcus. I, 
I don't think they're looking at JaVale. He might give me Joe Harris, though, to get up. But JaVale played with KD and Golden State, so that JaVale move might work, too. It's cheaper. It's a lot cheaper. And they ain't really got the money like that, so JaVale could easily end up in Brooklyn. I would hate to – oh, I would oh, I would hate to see him in Brooklyn. Oh, I hate to see him in Brooklyn. Because I, I, don't, I don't really want Brooklyn to win. Like, I, I, oh, my God. Something in my heart, I really just don't – it, it just feels so unfair. It feels like the league is putting all their chips in Brooklyn. I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like when the league does that. I didn't like it when Golden State was winning every year. I don't. I don't. I don't like. I didn't like it when LeBron would like reshuffle his whole roster at, at trade deadlines every year. I don't. I don't really like that because it, it kind of messes up the competition. A little bit. If you get Javale in Brooklyn playing center, starting minutes over DeAndre, I don't like that. I don't like yeah. that. I feel like Brooklyn gonna win. If they get JaVale, they might mess around and win. Just because he has the <laughs> championship pedigree, he's played with KD before. You know what I mean? Like it, it's yeah. almost like too right. It almost he, you know, it's it almost makes too much sense. It's like, nah, that, that ain't fair. That ain't fair. That's not fair. You're gonna give Steve <laughs> Nash a ring his first year as a coach since he didn't get one as a player. I don't like it. I don't like right. it. it. It almost sounds too much like a movie script. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's, not, that's too that's too. Hollywood could write that. It's like a movie. You know, yeah. There's no there's no suspense. There's no surprise. There's no underdog in that. It's like right. Not even underdogs. It, on paper, if if Brooklyn Nets go to the finals, as people have kind of pretty much projected them to, they at least in the Eastern Conference Finals in my book. So. I'm not disagreeing with that. <clears throat> But I'd rather them get to the Eastern Conference and lose versus get to the Eastern Conference and and, and blow out whoever's up there, like Philly. You know what I mean? The problem is James Harden might be the MVP again. So. I did see his numbers look oddly similar to his MVP season. I did. The only difference was the same, but his scoring, his scoring numbers ain't the same. Everything else then went up. Everything else is above. Like it's a bad – it's an ugly triple-double. Yeah, you're averaging like four – 12 assists, 12 rebounds, 25 points, 50%, 45% from three, a still in a half a game. So basically, he's leading the MVP race right now. I mean, Again. Again. I mean, in a different position. That's the crazy part. I guess that's a testament to his talent, though. Or to somebody that don't want to play point guard. You said that what now? That, should, that somebody that's not playing point guard, Kyrie. Right. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. I'm pretty sure he's first, right? Oh, no. Uh, Joel B is number one right now. Yeah, because he's after 30 and 17. Or 30 and 15, something like that. It's weird because um, LeBron was at the top of the, the list like at the beginning of last month. Yeah, they lost some games. Yeah, he game. on that losing streak. He probably lost that real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the um, Pelicans beat your Jazz the other night. Last night they did. Yeah. That's your Pelicans. It is. That's your, your Jazz, though. Hey, 
Zion a different type of monster, man. Nah, don't 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 disrespect Lonzo on that one. Don't act like Lonzo didn't put up the numbers. Don't I didn't do see what Lonzo had. I know Zion had thirty. Though. Lonzo and Bi dropped twenty plus a piece, and and, and the shooting percentages was clean. Like I think Lonzo was like seven or sixteen. Well, yeah, when Lonzo goes off, yeah, Lonzo went off. No turnovers. You know yeah, when he no goes turnovers. off. This, they gonna usually win because you don't expect like you gonna. They give Lonzo first one. He gets. Six open seven shots a game. He got hit on that's right now. The Pelicans are literally um you know they almost lost it. Huh? They almost messed around and lost because the Jazz were down like 10 with like a minute and a half and came all the way back to one. They're they're number eleven right now in the West. So they're they're right they there behind Memphis. Memphis's fit is five hundred right now. So if Memphis were to lose a game and Pelicans win another game, I think that'll put the Pelicans in the play in. Yeah. So it's really going to come down to how consistent is Memphis right now in this. In consistent this in Memphis, how consistent is San Antonio? Because they still in there, right? Uh, San Antonio is actually number six. They're in there. They're like they're in the actual mm-hmm. playoff position right now. They doing that without well, the, the Rose is playing. Lamarcus not, and then all the young Jonte Murray's. Jonte Murray, I saw that game winner he did the other night too. That was clean. He sent him to overtime against Brooklyn. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Not the game one of the overtime. Yep, I did see them too. Yeah, yeah, you send them in Tulsi. They was down too a lot with like a minute. The West is almost right now. If you look at the West, the West is pretty much locked in from like one through four or one through five. Uh, Utah's first, Lakers, Clippers, Suns, and Portland. Uh, That's how I think, yeah. Those are pretty locked in. I mean, I, I think, huh? Yeah. I think Utah's going to finish the season at number one. I don't think that's going to Oh, happen. absolutely. You know how many games they got to lose? They're <laughs> at least – they're like three games up on everybody right now. That's what I'm saying. You know how hard it would be? And, that, and that's even with the loss, too. Like, they lost, and they're still like three games up. You know how hard that would be to lose that number one spot? They'd have to go on a, a, a free fall. Like, all they got to do is contain what they at. They should finish it because the Lakers are not going to be able to compete. Oh, they got to the rest of the year and still have it. Wow. Wow. They've only have they lost ten games? No. no. Uh, exactly. On their last ten games, they're seven and three, and then on the road they're twelve six at home they're fifteen so and two. Huh? Let me guess. They lost eight or nine. Uh, eight. Eight. You called it though. You said Utah to put some respect on you. You said it. Uh no, I didn't know they was gonna be number one though. I just knew Donovan elevated from what we saw in the bubble. Yeah, Donovan definitely elevated. Uh I always knew he had I knew he had him when I when I seen him. When I started liking him. Oh, he's gonna elevate. I didn't Denver, know Jamal Burton was gonna take a slump down. Denver six and four in their last ten. They're on a two-game win streak. They finally got in the mix. They're number seven in the play-in, and Golden State's number eight, which is where they've been at pretty much all year. We know about Denver's Jamal Murray's fault. Really. Yeah, I think Jamal Murray knows he's about to he get traded, so he's he's putting up his best numbers right you know what now. He's up and down. That's the problem. Right. Um. Yeah, the West looks pretty much solid. I don't see too much change, and the only thing that could possibly change that I could see at this point um, that's drastic would be the Pelicans actually making it to the play-in and knocking Memphis out, or or Dallas falling out completely, or Golden State falling out completely. 
That was on seven to nine, uh, seven to ten, yeah. Like I'm saying right now, Dallas is eight and two in their last ten. They've been they've been on a hot streak right now. So yeah, that, that put them that put them that put them in a solid position right now. But they're in the playing. They're not in the playoffs yet. Yeah. Um. So yeah, because they was all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. So what I would like to see before Alonzo gets traded, because we already know he's in the trade conversation, I would love to see the Pelicans like get into at least the playing position before he gets traded. Because yeah. I feel like once he gets traded, honestly, and people may not want to admit this, you get rid of Alonzo, the Pelicans are going to fall. And I don't think the – I think the front office doesn't see it that way. They look at it like, we got Zion, it don't matter. We got B.I., it don't matter. It's like, but it does. Because B.I. is not a shot creator. And Zion works better on the court with Zoe. True. He that's all he knows since he's got in the league is Zoe. So you get rid of so Zoe, you got somebody else. So it takes away a lot of their lob yeah. plays, Brent a lot of their football passes. Huh? Brendan will create for himself, maybe not not for others, but for himself, he can create something. Yeah, no, B.I. gonna get his 20 plus. We already established yeah. that. I'm I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm no. saying Zoe is the glue that keeps them together because he gives the ball to everybody. Right. You get rid of Zoe, you got to have another playmaker. You got to bring in another playmaker. You get rid of J.J. Redick, you lost a sharpshooter, a sniper, somebody that can come off the bench and drop 20 when you yeah, need it. The reason you get rid of J.J. is so he could – he's only going to a contender. That's the only way you get rid of J.J. You've already made that very clear. He's, he's probably got a list of teams, and if any of those yeah, teams, he, he ain't going. ain't going to trade me anywhere. You got to trade me to a playoff contender. Right. And JJ can easily end up back with the Clippers. I told you that. Yeah, for Lemon Pepper. For Lemon Pepper. Lemon Pepper Lou. Lemon Pepper Lou. I put JJ. I put JJ back there with Tyron Lou. He can I lead the second. Or Philly. Or Philly. Or back to Philly. Like either way, he's gonna end up on a team he probably been on before. Either oh, Philly yeah. or he's Clippers. Been around, he's been around a couple. He's been on a few good teams, and, and I think yeah. he knows that. He's like, look, I like the Pelicans, but I just don't see them winning this year. So. Take, if you're going to trade me, I got to go either back home to L.A. or back to Philly. Right. I'll play for Doc. Easy. I'll come off the bench for Doc. What you need? Yeah, what you need, absolutely. Coach? What you they need to start you off the bench anyway. Because Seth starts in Philly right now. Yeah, I'm gonna say, Seth, yeah, so they starts. need – so J.J. can basically do what Seth did in Dallas, but do it in Philly. Yeah. Basically. I can see that. So, I, so does that mean – when they trade JJ, are they gonna trade him and Zoe to the same place? Cause Zoe end up in Philly. No, that ain't, it ain't gonna work out like that. Nah, it ain't gonna work out like that. Uh, I mean, cause certain teams Lonzo would start for a lot. Half the NBA he would start on. Yeah. Half if not twenty. Where you it's see Zoe landing? Start on. Where you see Zoe landing? Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Cause if Jay, well, you know what? If JJ goes to Philly, then Zoe will go to the Clippers. Oh, Clippers! I was gonna say Clippers could work. So he end up on a contender. There's a lot of teams he can play for. So he end up on a contender. Yeah, he could end up on Detroit. I mean, any team, no Detroit, Miami. I say, and you, then you said both the teams. I, I, I was thinking, I was thinking Miami. I was yeah, thinking Miami. Miami. Miami, yeah. he would start there because Drogage ain't no really a starter. You don't know what you get from Kendrick Nunn on a daily basis either. He getting traded. 
If I'm, I mean, if I'm trading for Lonzo, I'm you he getting traded. Him. I'll send Kendrick Nunn to the Pelicans. Yeah, I would do that. I would do that. Something like that. I like, I like Zoe in Memphis. With Memphis? Because Jaws are two. He's not a one. I know. But somebody else on that team might have a problem with that, Dylan Brooks. Oh, yeah. Well, Dylan yeah. Brooks is the, technically the two, but he shoots the ball all day mm. and air balls half up. Yeah. And I like Dylan Brooks. I'm like, man, you need, can Jaws shoot the ball, man? Can we get can we get Zoe in Boston? Can that happen? I mean, it could. Damn, that's, not they main, that's not what they need, though. Trade for Kimba. They don't need that, though. They don't need it. They, don't they need, need it. center more than you need a point guard. That's true. That's true. That's true. Milwaukee. Off the bench. Off the bench. Yeah. Because Drew and Drew is a starter. Yeah, Drew's definitely a starter. Yeah. And he knows though quite well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, Drew is your starter. Drew is about to about to make Milwaukee look even better now because they missed him for ten games. It was bad. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he come back the game they just won against Clippers? Yeah, what I'm saying though, he only he off the bench. But yeah, I told you, I told you Milwaukee was gonna fall to the to the uh, to three. I seen that coming. I yeah, said, I know. Brooklyn, it was with Brooklyn being the powerhouse they are, and then Philly staying in, in number one like they have, I was yeah. like, yeah, I could see Milwaukee falling to three. The fact that the Knicks are right behind them, they're like three games behind them, is like, whoa. Yeah. That lets me know that Milwaukee definitely was on a was on a free fall there for a high second. Right. They're on a five-game winning streak, though, now. They're five and five in the last ten. Yeah. Knicks are seven and three in the last ten. They're on a three-game winning streak. Miami came out of nowhere. They on a six game winning streak. Miami been been, been killing them. They they five hundred right now. So oh. Miami, Boston, and Toronto are tied 17-17. Miami, Boston, Toronto. So that can go either way. Mm-hmm. Those three spots are up for anybody's taking right now. I honestly think Toronto's gonna stay in the play in. I don't I don't see them uh Elevating themselves enough in time to become a a, a solid playoff team. Oh, because uh, it's playing, huh? Yeah, he's not playing. They ain't, they don't want to get hurt. Yeah, but I want Charlotte to win a couple more games because even though they lost last night, they're five and five in their last ten. Uh, they're number eight. They're right behind Toronto, so. If Toronto loses their next game and Charlotte wins their next game, then that puts Charlotte uh, right below at number seven because they're not 500 yet. They're 16 and 18. And, of course, the Pacers are number nine. I mean, Pacers in Chicago are at the bottom. I know. It's crazy. I, I know. A loss to the Knicks just threw them all the way down to the bottom of the barrel. That's the problem with the Pacers. Yeah. They need what desperately? Oh, it shows. It's downhill for right now. You said what? It's down falling for the Pacers. They went from like the fourth seed to barely in the play-in in the ninth. Yeah, quickly, quickly. Like that. Yeah. Um. Of course, Atlanta's number eleven. 
You know about that situation. We already touched on that. Followed by Washington, Cleveland, Orlando, Detroit. I don't know if I'm going to like this playing thing or not yet. I got to see how it plays out. It's going to be how, like, I don't know if you, you watched the college basketball. It's going to be like that. Yeah. Well, I think I don't think it's going to be like that. No, I think it's a, little, it's a little advanced. It's like they play each other and then they play the winner. The winners play each other. And they get you in the playoffs. Right. And determines the seven, eight spots. Right, right. And I'm just hoping Charlotte doesn't get screwed because of the playing. Because right well, now. I think, I think seven and eight play each other. So they play Toronto. Yeah, I think I think that's how it works. It might be seven or it might be seven and ten play each other. Eight and nine play each other. I'd rather be eight and nine because I think Charlotte could beat the Pacers. Uh, right now, the way they play, and I honestly think Charlotte could beat the Pacers. The pay- Gordon Hayward's the X factor, so it's terrible this year. And they got uh PJ Washington back too. Oh well, yeah, I, you know I love PJ Washington. <laughs> Him coming back is definitely a plus. I like PJ Lamelo. You still got Malik Monk too. Malik, so he hit or miss. Rozier is too. I know. I mean, Malik is not really the only one scoring out of him. Though. He's just a he a spark. He Rozier he thinks he's a a scoring option sometimes to a fault. He got paid like one. I know, but he be costing people shots. Yeah, so the NBA has definitely got a lot of interesting things going on right now. But what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break here, let y'all marinate on that. When we get back, we're going to talk about the NFL, J.J. Watt to Arizona. What does this mean for the NFC West? Is Russ going to continue to cook up in Seattle, or is he going to take his kitchen elsewhere? When we come back, it's Todd Slater, turn turn GTA Heat Check on GTA Sports Network, gtasportsnet.com. Be right back. Thank you for tuning in to Heat Check with Todd Slater and Antonio Turner. Follow GTA Sports Network on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, GTA Sports Network. You can follow GTA Heat Check on Twitter and Instagram. And check out GTASportsNet.com for all things basketball. 